What's up, Kentucky hikers? It's Normal BMI Mike here with your Kentucky Hiker Project podcast for Thursday, September 1st, 2022. Welcome to the first day of fall or autumn, whichever you prefer. And uh, to be more specific, welcome to meteorological fall. That's when the weather changes to a fall pattern. Uh, If you're a hippie and you follow the astrology calendar, then you can go ahead and wait until September 22nd for fall. But I am happy for it to be today. I am over the heat that we had over the summer and uh, looking forward to cooler temperatures, especially to run in and then to go hike in. Uh, It's always just a lot more fun in the fall when we have dry weather, uh, wonderful skies, and uh, generally speaking, uh, the heat usually is not too bad, at least in September. In fact, September is actually my favorite month in uh, Kentucky to hike, and it's mainly because you get a nice cool start and you still have warm days. And so we're going to take advantage of that this weekend by going down to Grayson Lake, and we're heading out to Grotto Falls again. Uh, so anyway, but uh, this episode is benefiting Kentucky Natural Lands Trust, a nonprofit organization whose mission it is to expand our public lands. We're going to help them out with a thousand bucks so they can add another acre for the good guys. That's us. And so on today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit more about Grotto Falls at Grayson Lake. Um, that's something that uh, a little water hiking is always good to mix into your, uh, your annual plans. Uh, on the skills segment, we're going to talk a little bit about stand-up paddle boarding. Um, and how to shop for uh, any type of watercraft at a good price. And then leave no trace, our principle of the day will be to be considerate of others. With Labor Day weekend coming up, uh, there will certainly be others out there. So we'll just move on to the hike today. Um, So this is a water hike. It's actually a nice little paddle. We did this last August um, with Larry Patton and Rob Newman and a bunch of my friends. And so we're heading back down there over the course of the weekend. We're gonna celebrate our friend Brandon's birthday and uh, everybody enjoys getting out on the lake you know, doing a little paddling. We will have a mix of kayaks and stand-up paddle boards, and I will actually be on a stand-up paddle board for the first time ever. I've never even, uh, never even touched one, really, so this will be kind of new for me. Um, this is a five-mile paddle. Uh, it's a beautiful finger of Grayson Lake. Uh, inside of this little finger of the lake, there are a number of different waterfalls, um, Grotto Falls being the most popular, and then there are a number of wet weather falls. There's also a nice little fall Um, If you walk up uh, out of the water just a little bit, and so I do plan on walking that uh, little creek bed and seeing if I can, seeing if it's flowing. Uh, With the dry conditions this week, I'm not super enthused about what the, you know, what the falls might be looking like. Uh, But the reality is this is just a wonderful uh, paddle, and five miles is a great way to spend the day, um, go out and have some fun. And then, of course, we'll be going back to Uh, The local Pizza Hut, which is a full-service dine-in Pizza Hut, which uh, always gets us excited whenever we're out doing something active. And uh, we'll be hanging out at the hotel and uh, slamming a few beers, I'm sure. So anyway, uh, this uh, actually launches from the Clifty Creek Boat Launch, uh, which is a little bit north of Grayson Lake State Park. So uh, a lot of people that have heard about this hike or seen it on uh, social media or only in Kentucky and some other websites, um, they often think that this launches out of the uh, state park, and it, it's not. And so it's just a little bit north uh, off of the road here. And, um, and so if you go to the website and you just search up uh, Grotto Falls, G-R-O-T-T-O Falls, uh, this, uh, this is actually documented here. All you have to do is just hit the GPS waypoint to the boat launch, and then the falls are also listed there. And then I also posted a map uh, using uh, just a screenshot of... Uh, Google Maps and so that you can kind of know your way around where you're going. So essentially you come off of the boat ramp, uh, you're going to head west and then just kind of explore. And this is almost all the way out there. So 
Um, I just kind of meandered about. There are some wet weather falls that we went under last time we were there that were just kind of dripping. And so I don't expect them to be much more of a drip, uh, you know, when we go out there. But I do expect some pretty good crowds. Um, and so this is going to be Labor Day weekend. And so there's going to be a lot of people out. Um, and this is a fairly popular destination. Uh, but the weather forecast, it seems to be... You know, it's a little iffy, so it sounds like uh, it's going to be cloudy, uh, chance of some rain and some thunderstorms in the area, and so we'll just have to watch that a little more carefully. Um, if we do have thunderstorms uh, expected while we're going to be out there, then we'll probably just scrub it and we can go for a hike or do something else at the state park. Um, but, you know, the, the main plan is just to get out there, get on the water, have some fun with friends. And really this, you know, Kentucky has a ton of man-made lakes. And so a lot of people ask the question, is Grayson a natural lake or is it a man-made lake? And it's definitely a man-made lake. Um, and so when you take a look at it, um, you know, it's, it's very similar in nature uh, to say Harrington Lake or, um, you know, and some of the others in Kentucky. Uh, the difference is that this has some really interesting geology all along the way. And so uh, if this had not been dammed and if this had been, you know, just kind of a uh, normal hiking area, I think it would have been pretty uh, fascinating. There are some rock walls that would have made for some pretty interesting climbing. And maybe you can still do some climbing out there, who knows, uh, on some of these faces. But it's, it's just a beautiful paddle, a um, lot of interesting rock formations. Uh, there's a couple of these little island rocks that are out there that are really neat to see. And so I'm looking forward to getting back out there. And of course, the, uh, the glory part of this is going back, uh, paddling into the Grotto Falls area. It's a very narrow little channel. You go through a very dark, uh, you know, spot, um, you know, very narrow channel in order to get back there. And so it's that spot in particular that bottlenecks. But once you clear uh, the rock there and come around, uh, it's just a, it's a tremendous uh, view and really one of the most, one of the coolest things that you're going to see um, if you're out paddling anywhere in Kentucky. And so, you know, so I'm looking forward to that little water hike. Should be a pretty good time. And uh, we're just going to go for one day. And then the next day on Sunday, we're going to get up and we're going to go hike at Grayson, um, you know, at the state park there. There's a little three mile trail that goes out to another waterfall. And so we're going to go check that out. And then I'll add that to the website as well. So on the skills segment today, since I actually have no idea how to stand up paddleboard and have never done it before, but I've seen videos and I've seen people do it, so it certainly can't be that hard, right? Um, but shopping for uh, stand up paddleboards, watercraft, or just anything, this is actually a great time of year to do all of those things because uh, a lot of people, you know, it's just a single season that they'll use them and then, you know, and then immediately they put them up for sale. Either they didn't like stand up paddleboarding. Um, or they upgraded a paddleboard, whatever it may be. But uh, La Fonda has been out there shopping like crazy. Uh, and we have now uh, purchased two stand-up paddleboards. And so we got them at paddlersoutlet.com. So it's P-A-D-D-L-E-R-S and then outlet.com. And so that website, uh, we got a couple of body glove um you know, pretty expensive boards, it looks like, from what the regular price would have been. And so we've got an 11-foot board and a 10-foot board. The 11-foot board is more for performance and kind of getting getting, getting around on the water uh, with ease. And then Rotana got a smaller board that's more for, you know, kind of doing yoga and that kind of stuff um, on top of it. And so it'll be interesting to see how well they do um, relative to the our friends who would be kayaking because the kayaks will certainly move a little bit faster. Um, through the water and so this might turn out to be a pretty long paddle uh, out and back but we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. 
Um, so, but what's nice is this time of year, it really is a great time. I always love buying uh, used gear whenever it's something that's not going to be, uh, let's say, critical to your uh, life or survival. I mean, let's face it, uh, the places that will be using a paddleboard, it really doesn't matter if this thing absolutely sank. Um, you know, we'll still have life jackets and all that stuff. But, um, you know, the, the fact is that Grayson Lake, it's a five mile paddle. You can get to shore pretty quickly. Um, if something goes wrong. And of course, these also come with repair kits and that kind of stuff. Um, so that if something does go wrong, you can at least give, you know, go ahead and patch it while you're out there. Um, but it's great, uh, you know, folks going out and spending, uh, let's see, what was the, the price on this new, I believe was on some of these is close to $800. And so I can't imagine paying $800 you know, clearly that's the suggested retail price. I don't know that anyone really, that many people really pay full price, but uh, I think we picked ours up, uh, each of them for under a couple hundred bucks. And so, um, you know, you compare paying 200 bucks to $700, I'll take the 200 every single time. Um, as far as the condition of them, LaFonda has actually paddled on both of ours. And so uh, she said that they, you know, they're great. Um, she loves the, you know, the original one, which was the 11 foot for moving through the water. And then the smaller 10 foot board is certainly a lot more fun when you're just going out chilling, doing yoga or whatever. Um, and so there are different types of uh, stand up paddle boards. Uh, I've seen some racing editions that are out there. Those are very expensive, uh, mainly because those are short factory runs. And so they don't make a ton of them. So of course, you're going to spend quite a bit more. Um, these paddle boards also are not what I would consider ultra portable. They weigh in at about 30 to 35 pounds um, with the pack and everything. And so for our purposes, they work great because most of our uh, stand up paddle boarding will be day trips, you know, going to places like Grayson, um, you know, cave, uh, cave run would be a great place to go with them, you know, just to go out and tool around on the water for a little bit. Um, I am interested, I think it would be kind of neat to do a pack and paddle tour of land between the lakes, for example, and do some fishing while we're out there. Um, so I do think that there are some additional use cases. And then of course, we're also going down to Hilton Head, uh, you know, with my parents in October, and we will bring the paddle boards there. Um, with the size that these are, they do just fine, um, whether it be on a lake, uh, a river or an ocean. And so um, we'll take these out and we'll definitely get out on the ocean uh, or at least on the intercoastal, intercoastal waterway um, for sure. So, um, th so this does actually work well for us because we drive a couple of Subarus, they fit in the back and so they're easy to pack up. Um, you know, you do have to clean them up, um, you know, when you, before you store them, you have to deflate them. Um, you know, LaFonda said it took about 10 minutes to pump inflate them, you know, manually. Uh, but we've got friends and they went ahead and bought two different types of pumps. And so we're just going to see which one we like better. And then we'll probably pick up one of those here shortly as well. So, you know, as far as getting a good deal, it's just about going out and shopping. I love the used marketplace. Uh, paddle boards was just one of those things where it's not, uh, it's not what I would consider serious gear because we're not going to do anything that's going to be, um, you know, all that challenging or, uh, death defying, so to speak. Um, our son who is embarking on a 50 mile hike that also includes uh, a glacier crossing. It's a big traverse up to Gannett Peak. Um, you know, he's got, he just picked up some gear. We bought him a really nice uh, mountain hardware pack. It's like a 70 liter pack uh, for his adventure. And that's because he'll be packing crampons and micro spikes, ice axe, 
um, rope, you know, all the things that you need for a glacier crossing. And so with that type of technical gear, um, I definitely prefer to buy new and to buy uh, relatively expensive gear uh, that you know is going to be able to do the, do the job. But something like this, going out for a short little paddle on the lake, um, you know, used works out fantastic. So anyway, so if you want to save yourself some shekels, uh, just go out there, shop, uh, use. If you're in the market for a stand-up paddleboard, uh, check out paddlersoutlet.com. That's where we got ours. And then some other friends bought them there as well. So, um, so, you know, just check it out and see if you can save yourself a little money. If stand, if paddleboarding is going to be your jam, by all means, go ahead and, you know, buy something new. Um, you know, whatever the latest, greatest model is, do all your research and that kind of stuff. But for us, I don't really care what this thing is as long as it actually floats and goes in a straight line. So if we have those two things going on, I think we'll be great. <clears throat> all right. So on the leave no trace segment, we're going to talk about number seven, which is be considerate of others. So this is Labor Day weekend. You can expect crowds. Uh, the weather does look a little bit not as great as what it could be. Um, and so at least overcast through most of Kentucky over the weekend uh, with some rain chances uh, later in the weekend. And so, you know, the big thing is that when you're out there on crowded trails or if you're out like where we're going to be uh, on one finger of a lake that has a very uh, <laughs> popular attraction, then, you know, just be patient with other people. Uh, we are leaving uh, very early on Saturday morning to get down there. And so uh, get arriving early is certainly a big thing. So we're going to arrive early-ish. A little bit later than what I might normally like, um, but we'll at least be able to put in, I would think, no later than 10 a.m. Um, 10 a.m. is usually kind of like my cutoff when you know things start to get a little bit uh, packed. So the other thing is the the boat launch here. Um, there is you know there is actually a pretty decent amount of parking, uh, but with the amount of people that are going to be there, it's going to be pretty substantial. Um, the stand-up paddle boards. What's nice is that we don't have to um, you know we won't have a trailer or anything. And uh, there'll be a lot easier to just to transport down, uh, you know, blow them up and then just get in the water. Um, the other thing is that when you when you go out to Grotto Falls, I noted I noted that um, narrow channel there. And so you really do have to take turns. It's a blind um, approach, you know, like that that last little bit. And so you don't really know how many people are in there at any given time. And so sometimes you'll just see somebody coming out. And when you do just say, hey, you know, how many people are still in there? You know, is like, is it, you know, should I wait a few minutes? And a lot of times they'll just say, hey, you know, I got four people behind me and then and then we're out, you know, because it's just it's it really is just one lane in there. And it'll be also interesting because I absolutely hate uh, sitting on my knees, mainly because I have super tight, uh, well, muscles for everything, mainly because of running and hiking and all that stuff. And so uh, to get back there, I think that I will literally be laying down on that uh, stand-up paddleboard because I am too tall to be standing up straight and trying to get back into that uh, little grotto. So, you know, main thing is just be out there, be patient, take turns, uh, and just remember when it comes to hiking, uh, whoever it is that is hiking uphill uh, typically has the right of way. And so just let them continue on up the hill. If you're going downhill, go ahead and yield. Um, if you're sharing the trail with uh, horses, then of course yield to horses uh, and then also to uh, mountain bikers as well. So, you know, it's just one of those, uh, you know, depending on what type of trail system you're going to be on, uh, just make sure that you're out there and you're observant uh, with other people using the trails. And so uh, the nice thing with us when you go out to a lake is that you can actually disperse a long ways away from each other. And so there is no... Uh, you know, outside of that one bottleneck, there's plenty of room out there to just float around and have some fun. 
uh, maybe drink a couple of beers while you're out there. And if you are going to be doing anything on the water, then uh, please just make sure that you dispose of your uh, cans properly. Uh, a lot of times, you know, just put them right back in the cooler. If you're going to be having one of those uh, absolute drunk fests uh, where you're just floating down a river, you know, just make sure you try to keep control of all of your empties and the full ones. I've seen plenty of full beers uh, down the river as well. So anyway, uh, just a quick fundraising update. Uh, total donated to Kentucky Natural Lands Trust now stands at $200. That's one-fifth of an acre or 20% to goal. Um, this has been the Kentucky Hiker Project podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, submit an ad, or give a shout-out to one of your fellow hikers, go to the podcast page at kentuckyhiker.org slash podcast and hit the Sponsor an Episode link. I can read, write the ad copy, or you can do it yourself. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy your next hike, whether it be on land or water. Wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs>